Discord. You should pop your headphones on and make this part of the podcast, at Backside Attack. <laughs> at Backside Attack. At Vic Save. Hey, there he is. Yes. Uh, Apple says. So, Apple. So, uh, uh, so Vic, I'm pretty sure you know this, but uh, Apple came out with their new uh, Mac Pro. The $50,000 plus. You can go to cheese grater monitor combination. Well, actually, because it can hook up so many other monitors, you can actually get more of these monitors hooked in. You can get it up to seventy-five thousand dollars. You can get up to seventy-five thousand. Uh, not only that, but you can put wheels on it for four hundred dollars. You can I? Yeah, okay. you can. Castered wheels. So is that right? Castered yeah. wheels. Castered wheels. Yeah. So it's like a it's like an airplane cart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's exactly right. So I'll just uh, just read this for you. If you thought the saga of the $7,000 Apple Pro Display XDR could get any more ridiculous, Vic, prepare yourself for the proverbial cherry on top. What is that cherry? The company insists that you that you only use the single special cleaning cloth that comes with the monitor. If you lose it, you are advised to order another. Apple, what, what, does the cost, what is the cost of the cloth? Well, here it goes. Apple, already under fire for long-time users for the ever-increasing price of its products, attracted considerable ire and ridicule when it announced the high-end monitor in June. Of course, there are many expensive displays out there. It was more of the fact that Apple was selling a display for $5,000 and the infamous stand separately for $1,000. Oh, the just for the stand. One single solitary stand made out of metal. For the, for the monitor. Yeah. What, what blows my mind is like the monitor is just a, a monitor and it does not stand upright on its own. No, it doesn't. You need to buy a separate stand yeah. that connects to your monitor Yeah, and to just... Shove it up your butt. Yeah, so the stand is was separately for a thousand dollars and an optional nano texture coating for an additional one thousand dollars. Now, if you get that nano texture coating, so technically it's not actually a coating, but an extremely small scale etching of the surface that supposedly produces Im- improved image quality without some of the drawbacks of full matte uh, coating. Oh wow! So typically, Mac displays matte displays have a coating to add to their surface that scatters light. Yeah, when um, years and years ago, like when we were this, this is like a long time ago. We were at a store that sold primarily like high end Windows PCs and Apple PCs. Mm-hmm. I was there with my cousin and my uncle because they just bought an Apple Two GS or two, yeah, Apple Two GS. And the guy was showing us a projection of Top Gun on the wall. Mm-hmm. And back then, he was like, "Yo, this is nice. Like it looks good, but there's a coating you can get for the wall that will make it look even better." And I think that's the kind of shit they were talking about back would, then. Yeah, yeah. that I, was like thirty years ago. Yeah, so yeah, they said like okay, so it is a uh it's small etching, right? So mm-hmm. if you use like like a microfiber cloth, I'm assuming that's probably gonna ruin it. Yeah, well it'll probably like rub the etching smooth. Yeah, so like okay, if they put all this effort into like okay, if you're once you're once you're buying a fifty thousand dollar computer and stuff like that, you're <laughs> if you're spending the money on the on the Yeah, you're that monitor, guy. You don't like well <laughs> Not you. I mean like if you're spending fifty grand on a computer. Yeah. And I, an extra four, whatever it is, for a stand. Yeah. So if 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 I like if I'm going that that all if I'm going that way, yeah. Yeah, I, I just go all in. I'm like, yeah, I'll get the fucking <laughs> I'll get the fucking cloth. You I know don't what? Care. I like burning money. Yeah. I'll buy the cloth. Yeah. But the thing is, you have to write the cloth as cloth off as a business expense because it is something. Because if you're a if you're a, if a you're content a creator, content creator. Yeah. You can probably write that computer off as a business expense, right? And by content creator, I don't mean an Instagram influencer. No. Or some douchebag who uh you know like makes stupid videos. On TikTok, yeah, you are you are a professional creator, yeah. of like feature content. Yeah, let's say you're, you're you're making marketing videos. Let's say you're making videos for like a marketing company. Like your marketing company making videos. You're not buying like, that machine. You're not buying that machine. I, no. get, I get a Surface Studio. Yeah, you get, you get something. Well, not not a Surface, but you can get a PC that will do the job at a significantly cheaper rate. Exactly. But if you're getting paid by a company 
to to make like you know to edit to edit on Resolve or whatever you're using Avid, whatever you're doing to make like big budget feature films yeah, or like, even like commercial like commercials. That's your car commercial. Car commercial, whatever it is. Yeah. Then this is up your alley. You're getting paid to make that stuff. You're getting paid to buy your gear. Yeah. You buy this thing. And you just live that douchebag life because getting paid to. Yeah. If honestly, if I I could like if I could expense, I would get this in a second. Yeah. If you could expense it. If I could expense it. Yes. Yeah. If it was, if I could write it off and stuff like that, that's that's not a big issue. I'd when we get around to making our Netflix show next year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll get all our cameras and gear expense. Well, yeah, because we're gonna have to get a red camera then. <laughs> yeah, these days, not even. Have you seen the uh, the Netflix um, approved cameras out there now? No. Was it Panasonic? I think it's like a. Oh, I'm gonna say the name wrong because it's fairly new. But Panasonic, I believe. They've got their new camera out that is uh, approved by Netflix, mirrorless, mirrorless full frame. And Netflix says that is good enough to be shooting with us. Really? Yeah, there are some caveats to it. Like there's there's issues with panning, I believe, and there's issues with it being a stationary camera mm-hmm. or for like um, small movements. Yeah. Because there, are, if people don't know, there are things that you cannot do uh, with like a GoPro and your phone and um, like a micro four thirds. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, a micro four thirds is just another format. Yeah. There's like a full frame, which is a 35 millimeter equivalent. Yep. There is an APS-C, which is uh, slightly more cropped. It's a mm-hmm. crop sensor. Mm-hmm. Then Micro Four Thirds is a, a smaller version. And a lot of car commercials, like I think Panasonic has another version that they that's really big right now. Yeah. There's a Micro Four Thirds camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and that does really good work. And there's a lot of, I mean, it, it gets really sharp image quality. It's it's uh, got all the S-Log. It's got everything you need to make really good commercial content. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of commercial companies that are using that now to create content yeah. for TV and film and whatnot. Actually, yeah. Actually, you know what? The one thing that I was uh, watching, because we had this conversation on the uh, uh, last podcast about Tom Cruise and uh, Christopher McQuarrie. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what it is? You know what they said they t- to turn down on your computer? The frame rate. The inter- interpolation? This, it's just the the, the the smoothing of it. Yeah, the, yeah. I think it's called interpolation. And yeah, so they say whatever, because every TV has its own like, because uh, it's it's all about like texture smoothing, right? So, yeah. So the, all they said is like every t- like Samsung, LG, Sony, every TV has its own version of. It, but you have to dig yeah. inside. You have to dig so far. True motion or dejuggering. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, like you have to like mine's called smoothness. I think. I yeah. think. And but you have to dig right into the menu. Like you have to dig like six layers deep to find that setting. A and, lot of times, yeah. So I just turn mine off. Yeah, I mean, I know yeah. like uh, the LG. I think has like a button for. I think the LG at the Samsung has like a smooth motion button. One of them does. In uh in the LG in the Samsung it's pretty easy to find. Yeah, it's in pretty the, easy, right? In the uh in the LG it, it took me a while to find it. You had to dig around I, in there. I had to like go online and find it. But they said that's the only setting you have to take off. Well, you got to get rid of that soap opera effect. That's exactly what it is. Is yeah. that what they said? That's all yeah, the they, soap opera. Effect. Yeah, they said like it, it, it's all about the smoothness. Don't touch anything else. They said uh leave the HDR on. They said leave, they leave the HDR on full blast. Yeah, cuz like it's uh cuz color representation is one thing, but like yeah, that that fr- frame rate and the smoothness that's yeah. That's the big deal. I'll say this as as somebody as somebody who makes content. I don't um, hate the HDR. I have no problems with it. I I have no issues with when you uh, when somebody else like jacks the color up on their on their screen or whatever it is because mm-hmm. that's that's preference, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's how you want to view it. Maybe I want richer reds. And really I want, vivid uh, colors. Really yeah. vivid, saturated colors. Whatever. That's all good. I don't like it. I understand why people do like it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I think it is gimmicky. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is that soap opera interpolation thing, the the high frame rate, the high refresh rate. Yeah, it grosses me out big time. I know you know it, it honestly it, it can render the movie unwatchable. It absolutely can. Like The Hobbit. Oh yeah, that was so weird. Fuck man, I, I can't watch those movies, man. I'll tell you this: I have a feeling, and this is a personal thing for me. I don't know if anybody else if everybody else feels this way or what. I feel like it puts too much information into your head. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think as human beings we're meant to like. I don't think our 
I don't think our brain can register the sensor mm -hmm. that is behind our lenses here. Mm -hmm. It's like you're giving me too much. You're giving me that 3D and that high frame rate. Everything's too smooth. I can see through time. It's like you're you're making my brain work too hard. Yeah. I want 24 frames a second because that's what cinema looks like to me. Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy that for what it is. Yeah, I think... Um and that's that's what they were saying about. Uh, I was watching this one guy. Um, on I should give him a shout out, but his uh, on I'm actually I am actually gonna circle back to this. So keep going though. Yeah, but uh, I was watching this one guy. He's uh, uh, he has his uh on on YouTube, and he he rents he rates uh like he breaks down like how 4K works and what how which, we've talked about him. Yeah, what, and then what movies look look the best, and um, and he breaks it down like he understands that uh like how how 2K versus uh how movies are rendered when they're first filmed, mm -hmm. and he made a point where like. 35 millimeter uh, shot film, actually, when you put it up to a 4K screen, actually looks better than anything digital. Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So like, well, uh, film in general will it'll it won't it won't like uh, degrade the image quality when because, you blow yeah, it up. Exactly, because like the image is all grain. Yeah. And so, uh, so like he was talking about like how if you actually look at uh, a 4K, let's say if you watch 4, let's say you watch Endgame in 4K, right? Mm -hmm. And then you then he said, yeah, then he put in Greece. It'll look really good, and he's like, and he he compared the he compared the two. He's like, look, he goes, look how much better Greece looks than than Avengers Endgame. Look at okay, even yeah. even in more in modern time, mm -hmm. if you watch the Hateful Eight on on 4K mm -hmm. and you watch Endgame on 4K, Hateful Eight's gonna look phenomenal, way better. I mean, it's on 70 millimeter. It's it's on film. There's a difference between film being blown up mm -hmm. and digital product being blown up. Oh yeah. It's like, in the, the problem too is I think a lot of people who do make the content and who are rushed for time or whatever it is, a lot of stuff that's digital, they don't end up enlarging this, the image. They end up zooming into an image and you have issues there. Like a lot of, there's a lot of problems going on with the, yeah, way, the yeah, way it's rendered. In the, yeah, because the, then the image looks stretched a little bit. Yeah, it looks a little bit weird. Yeah, so like uh, even like, Unnatural. Yeah, because like those, those, end, those, those movies that are filmed digitally and they're put onto a 4K TV, yeah. you're only going to get about 2 million pixels on that. And the effect are terrible practical effects versus digital effects yeah because like that's what ruins the movie are the is the cgi yeah so um, it really does it doesn't so because when that's rendered onto a 4k screen it looks terrible hey speaking of filmmakers oh what oh. a great segue <laughs> i told you i was gonna come back to that one okay so uh if nobody knows what we're talking about when i say speaking of filmmakers we have a friend of ours on the west coast ag2 and he's got his own podcast, Do Bad Things to Do Good. Yes. Now, we had a recent conversation with him that uh, singles out on its own. We put it out there by itself called Casting Couch. Uh, it was tagged into the end of, I think, our Don Cherry episode. Mm -hmm. But um, you can go back to Casting Couch and hear kind of, I guess, part one of, uh, of our conversation with AG2. Mm -hmm. And then right now, we're going to give him a call because we had a, uh, a scheduled conversation for this, for this podcast. Yes. And uh, we were going to plug him in and see what he's been up to. With if you if you don't know and you haven't heard Casting Couch, he kind of snuck himself, well, Kramered himself, into the porn industry. For lack of a better term, yes. For lack of a better term, he uh, he fell ass backwards into the porn industry and became a writer, director, producer, accountant, financier. He's like the I don't know who's that who's that guy from Empire. Oh fuck! He's like the black guy from Empire, but a brown guy in Vancouver. Jesse, Jesse Smollier. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, is that what we're calling Smollier? No, the the, black, the, the main dude Fr from Empire, the black French guy who got <laughs> Rody from Iron Man. From, yeah, from Iron Man. Yeah, he's uh, Rody Empire, but he's the Rody Empire of porn in Vancouver. Yeah, no, but not at all. 
She says, should I call you or, sh- or you call me? He can call us. And there you go. All right. Let's just give this guy the flippy flip. AG2, are you here? I am here. All right. Oh, rad. Let's get the, uh, let's get the, the phone. mic let's... up to you real quick here. No, he just took off. No, we just oh. finished our podcast with him. I had to apologize to him, but I guess I'll catch him live in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think he will. <laughs> Is that turned all the way up? Uh, let's see here. One second, AG2. Yeah, we're all good. All right. AG2. At Dick Save, at Backside Attack. How are Greetings. You guys? Good, How's man. How you been? It's going okay. Just, you know, another rainy day in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Oh, the weather is rainy out there, huh? Yeah. Well, it's better than snow, I guess. Soon I get to fly back to sunny Edmonton, so it'll be okay. Yeah. Why not? And we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have a little conversation about us being a guest on your show. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, we're that pretty, we're one. pretty psyched too, man. It'll be a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, in between time. Yes, I promised you guys a story last time I was on. Yeah. It did. I'm going to go a little Tarantino on you guys here, because as, as I've told at Backside Attack, that this is a story told from two people's perspectives. All right. Um, one is my perspective and, you know, the accountant perspective, and the other perspective is of um, a person in the lower mainland that produces porn. So we're, we're going full Rashomon. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I'm gonna I'm gonna switch back and forth between two perspectives, but I'm pretty sure I can tell the story since you know I got the gift for gab. So a oh. um, little bit of background here. Um, uh, as you know, the the lady that was a guest to my podcast, Miss Vicky Saint Germain, she right. has since retired from being a sex worker, and she does her own online camming porn slash live porn website. All right. So twenty eight thousand followers, so pretty big. At $15 a month, she does she does well. And I've also got a, another friend I know who's out of Surrey. His name is Minhas, and he's okay with me using his name. He doesn't All right. really care. Um, goes, by, goes by the producer named Marco. And uh, they have a multimedia website where they do shit like they'll crash weddings, and they'll film it, and they'll take bets on who's going to get kicked out first. It's Surrey. There's a wedding every day of the week, Raju, as you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do other things. They'll film car stunts, bike stunts, just like jackass, Surrey version, you know what I mean? All right. Uh, but they also are dabbling in the world of uh, pornography, where they do a lot of live streaming sex shows. All right, then. Um, so basically, I introduced Vicky and them, and they they hit it off, you know, surprise. <laughs> Two veterans of the porn industry hit it off. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Vicky started telling... Um, you know, Marco about how I had helped him out, helped her out setting up her online payment system. There are some forms you have to fill out with the good old Canada Revenue Agency um, in order to collect monies through online sales from international. All right. You have to register. And it's like 50, 50 to 60 page application you got to do. And, you know, a uh, long standing account like myself can do it. But, uh, you know, so he contacted me. He's like, hey, can you help set up my pay portal? Can you fill out my CRA paperwork? I'm going to start doing live streaming sex shows. And I initially said no, because, you know, I did it for Vicky as a favor because she was nice enough to do my show and we were kind of friends. Yeah. Um, you know, Mark was a bit of a periphery friend, but I know him well enough. He's friends with my cousins who, you know, I'm related to half of Surrey, so mm. not hard. So back and forth, you know, I, I threw out some preposterous number to him. I said, well, you know, if you want me to do all your accounting and in registration with the Canada Revenue Agency, 
you know, it's kind of an ongoing thing. It'll cost you, I don't know, I threw a number out, something like $1,800, $1,600 a month to subscribe to me because when I do consulting, I do it on a subscription basis. All right. He said, I'll give you $10,000 cash. All right. <laughs> now, this is to do all the work for his, uh, his like, online porn business. Yeah, it's okay. a portal. Help him keep on top of uh, remissions. You know, there's a bunch of tax things you got to worry about with online sales. This is, yeah, this is just for services rendered, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, well, fuck, if you're going to pay me $10,000 for one day of work, I'm not going to say no, right? Why like, not? I'll, I'll, I'll do way worse for much less. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, did all his work, registered everything for him, and then uh, I was going to go to Vancouver anyways. So I'm like, I call him, I'm like, everything's done. He's like, okay, well, since you're coming to Vancouver anyways, Come to our place of business. Um, we're doing a shoot today. You can just swing by and pick up your pick up your money. Is right? this like a, is he, I don't know, is it like a studio he's got or he's just like they, in an apartment? They own a commercial building in New West. So it's got like suites up top, like condos All built right. and then commercial space in the bottom. But it's like a little warehouse kind of thing. Oh, geez. So they film stunts there and they film a bunch of different videos. Like I said, porn's not their main thing, but they seem to be heading that direction, especially since they met Vicky. In my head, I was kind of hoping it would look like that, though. Oh, it is. It's a really cool place. Yeah, uh, it's a very cool know. feel to it, huh? Yeah, you know, it's a great place. I mean, they, can, they, can, they can retrofit it to look like anything. It can look like a home. It can look like a place of business, a shop. It's like As it's a legit cool. studio. Yeah, pretty much. Except, you know, they, <laughs> you know, they, they dabble in the alternative side of things. They got mirrors all over the ceiling. <laughs> which we'll, of course. Which we'll, discuss, which we'll discuss later. All right, then. So, you know, Saturday morning I get up, kiss the wife goodbye, say I'm on my way to Vancouver, you know, hop the ferry around 9 o'clock, you know, I'm like, do-do-do, on my way to, you know, get paid and see my cousins. All right. So I'm on the ferry at 9 o'clock, right? So now, while I'm on my ferry ride, we're going to switch perspectives here to the day before Saturday, Friday night. <laughs> okay. You no, know, we're going to switch to Marco. Marco's in the Newton neighborhood of Surrey. You know, and he's on his way to the airport to pick up a broad. So Marco <laughs> had contracted with a broad through that same online portal that I was telling you guys we can hire um, porn, porn actors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we talked about the last so, time. So he'd, he'd connected with a lovely stripper uh, named uh, Summer Nights out of, out of Edmonton. And I uh, contracted her to perform a live sex show with uh, two gentlemen who will play a very important role later on coming up. Okay. This is like part of the cam business. Yeah. This is the, they're going to do a live sex show and they yeah. hired a model out of Edmonton. Okay. Who is a stripper named Summer Night. So he's on his way to the airport Friday night, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, before he leaves the airport, he gets a text from her. I, I hope you don't mind. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Let's back up a second. Um, while he's negotiating with her to come, he's like, yeah, I'll pay for your ticket. You got a place to stay. You got a condo upstairs. You're good to go. They negotiated their entire deal. She's like, I want to bring my boyfriend along. So Marco, being the side veteran he is, he knows one thing. Never let the boyfriend come to the porn site. Yeah, that sounds like it's a, it's a recipe for disaster. Recipe for disaster. So Marco, you know, longtime veteran, you know, savvy guy. It's like, you know what? It's just not a good idea. My, I'm not going to pay for your boyfriend's travel. I'm only paying for yours. That's our deal. She said, no, no, I'll buy the plane ticket. It's fine. Uh, you know, just, just, you know, I just I'll feel more comfortable if he comes. Marco hums and haws, but he's like, you know what? I've already got like 150 people signed up for his live sex show. You know, 
why not? Who cares? No. Being the boyfriend, right? Now, the thing is, you know how um, Black Mirror did that interactive episode? Say again? Um, you know how Black Mirror on Netflix had the interactive episode? Oh, yeah, yeah. could choose? So this was a theme of the live sex show. They were going to let the people that paid to log in and watch it tell the performers what to do. I'd imagine that's, that's probably like par for the course, though, yeah? I, I guess. I'm still new. I mean, like, uh, that's... It's a direct-your-own-scene kind of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, that's like the old uh, the old peep shows. You put a quarter in the thing, the girl's in the window, and you, you put more quarters in the dealie, and you tell her what to do, and she does it. God, I miss peep shows. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what Netflix used to be. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> what it needs to be, exactly. So, so you know, he's, he's, he's got this tingle in the back of his neck. You know, he knows that this is not great. He's like, you know what, whatever. You know, she's here for one night. Who cares, yeah. right? So... He, he's driving on Friday night to pick up uh, the stripper for Edmonton, who's he's contracted. So Summer nights. He, he arrives at the airport, Vancouver International, to pick her up, meets her. Hey, how's it going? Nice to see you. And enter the boyfriend. <laughs> so the boyfriend is a East Indian gentleman, roughly the age of 48 years old. Tall, 48? Tall, looking guy, right? Yeah. 48. Okay. And, and, and at Backside Attack, you know the only thing worse than a stupid elderly East Indian man is an East Indian man with a British accent who thinks it sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, no. They're the bane of my existence. Uh, so, so I'm going to switch to, now this is all, this is still, you know, he comes up to him, like, hey, bro, you know, I'm it's a shitty English accent. <laughs> no, that was good. I got the vibe. Yeah. And, 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 and Thanks. Uh, gives him a hug, but like a hug to show that he's like a strong guy. Oh yeah, he's giving him the hard bro pressure. And yeah, like, oh, full flex. Okay. And 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 right away, red flag number two. Marco picks up the stench of scotch on his breath. He's like, oh, you know, drunk boyfriend. He's like, I just want to let you know, man, you can do anything to my girl. You can fuck her. I'm okay. I don't get jealous. Marco knows. No one brought up jealousy. No one brought up anything. He knows the moment the guy says, "I'm not jealous." Yeah, he's jealous. He? he's jealous. He is jealous. He is jealous. So he's, he's considering, he's like, okay, I'm, I'm having some reservations, but he's like, whatever, I'm already in, you know, sunk cost, whatever, I can handle it, right? Now, does Marco have, like, I don't know, any kind of, like, security? Are these guys have dealt with this kind of stuff enough to know they've got some extra guys around? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, okay. He, he, his brother is a monster. And okay. They, they've, they've, this, this, yeah, yeah, you know. But he could, right. this guy, as we'll find out later on, <laughs> you know, you don't need security to deal with him. But, All right. Uh, so... You know, gets in the car, and, and by the way, Marco's married, got kids, just FYI. He's not performing in the video. He's just a producer-director. It's it's right? a business thing for him, yeah? Yeah, it's a business thing for him. So gets in the car, the the goof, a.k.a. the boyfriend gets in the back. He's like, hey, mate, can I roll a joint in the back of your car? And Marco's like, well, okay, just here, be careful. You know, my kid's sitting there in the morning. You know, I don't want you to get weed all over the back seat. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. That's reasonable. So he's driving back towards uh, New West from uh, from the airport over there in Richmond. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden he hears a lighter and he lights a joint in the car while they're driving. Red flag number three. But this guy's not that bright. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing? And he's like, what? I was like, fuck, like, you said roll a joint, not smoke one. Like, my kid's sitting here. I want my car smelling like weed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, bro, I've already lit it. Can I smoke it? Like, fuck, whatever, right? So he's like, that's fine, whatever. So he 
just drives to the U.S., drops them off, um, and then he has now. Now the shoot lasts a few hours. So he's got a bunch of supplies. He's got some expensive lights, mm-hmm. um, camera tripods, uh, server to stream. It's a professional uh, shoot. Catering. Yeah, 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 no, no. It's it's. I think it was roughly like at least four or five thousand dollars worth of equipment, including yeah. the cameras. And so he's dropping it off, and you know, upstairs there's a condo, there's a room to store it. And he's a very good, nice gentleman. He's dropping off snacks for the crew because, you know, over a few hours, you get hungry, blood sugar gets low, right? Um, you know, got to feed the crew, right? Yeah. So drops it off, and he's like, you know, says to her, oh, yeah, just leave this stuff here. And he's like, you guys have a good time. You know, get some rest. I'll see you bright and early around 10, 10 15. Did I mention I was on the 9 o'clock ferry to, to Vancouver? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you notice the timeline is going to start to merge here, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like no problem, right? So, the, know, yeah, this is not like home. a nighttime thing. This is it's still fairly early in the day. Yes. So apparently you shoot early in the day because testosterone levels are highest in the morning. I did not know that. Oh, I know that's, that I would not have guessed that. Backside attack. Did you know your testosterone is that high that early in the morning? I didn't think it was possible not to know that. I think that's like <laughs> where morning wood would probably come from, right? Well, yeah, but at, at what's the, what's the first thing you want to do in the morning? Probably jack off. <laughs> really? True. Not However, work out? Uh, well, that's a workout. You're yeah, sweating either that, way. That, <laughs> you know, if you yeah. curl your arm over, it's like doing triceps. That's true, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, you know, it's logic, right? These guys are bright. You know, there's a reason why they make good money, you know? Um, so he leaves, walks downstairs. He's still got a bit of trepidation. He's like, hey, at least she's here. It's fine. You know, I'm good, right? Yeah. Goes to put his bag in the back seat, and the back seat is littered with weed and tobacco. Oh, that's gross. Because Marie told the guy, my kids sit here, you know, be careful if you roll it. So he's he just let the guy roll the joint. But he, he just left the guy in the back of his car to do his own thing, hoping he's going to be civil. Nope. He's already a fucking, he's, he's, he's already stupid. He's like, you know what? He's like, whatever, I'm not going to get mad. Because, you know, he's a calm guy. Grow up in Surrey, you can't be too, you know. To make money, you got to be a calm guy, right? Yeah, you got to be chill. So, he, so he, he shoots a quick text to me, you know, hey, man, see you tomorrow, You're, you know, at the at the building, you know, have a have a safe journey. Flash forward now to 1030, ferry docks in Tawasson, you know, good old AG2 and his, you know, black Hyundai Sonata, you know, blurring a little bit of Rick Astley's driving <laughs> on his way to pick up his money. He's in a good mood, right? <laughs> All right. You're, uh, you're painting a fine picture here. I know, and you know, he's like, you know what, I'm a, you know, it's a nice day, I'm going to light a little joint, you know, why not? It's a fucking right. weekend, I'm having a good time, <laughs> smoke a little joint, listen to Rick Astley. You know, and trust me, never going to give you up sounds awesome when you're fucking stoned. Can't argue with that. <laughs> so, you know, 10.45, 10.55 or so, getting close, you know, I walk in, you know, I, I get to the building, um... I looked at my phone, and for some reason it wasn't hooked up to my Bluetooth, and I had like five missed calls from Victoria. I'm like, oh, that's odd. Why is she calling me? Hmm. And I had two calls. You know, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I'll call later. I just want to get my money, right? I'm, I'm task-oriented, you know? Yeah. So, plus the building, walk in, and I enter the room, and this is what I walk into. So, on the left side of the room are these two beautiful black men. Naked. All right. With hard ons. Well, that's that's uh, uh that's a sight to behold. Yeah. There's a 
Like, I, I can't I can't argue with that either. They are a sight to behold. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, like yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, like one day I, I wish I could be like that like that. Good lord. Oh, buddy, if they're if they're in great that. shape, yeah, absolutely. That's uh oh, that's yeah, a lot. Like, just just we're talking NFL like. Yeah. Actually, actually, Mar, I'll just uh, just a, a quick note is that actually when you like, when I went to uh uh that steak party in in Phoenix where you went to that mansion. We yeah. uh, I went to uh, I went to a uh, Phoenix was playing Minnesota and I saw Kevin Garnett mm-hmm. it, it yeah. just shooting around warming up yeah you just, <laughs> when you see like that that's like you're like even when he was just shooting around your eyes are just fixated on how that's like athlete beautiful, genetics yeah, beautiful he is like, yeah like perfect athlete sculpting. genetics yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but sorry H two go ahead sorry to interrupt go genetic marvel they were so beautiful that there was a naked girl on the bed crying that would normally get my attention mm-hmm. that I would succeed on the two beautiful black men. Yeah. All right then. And so, so there's a girl, the girl, the, the summer night, the, the stripper, the former is crying on the bed. Huh. I, I, I look over to the right side of the room and there's Vicky looking very worried. There's my friend Marco looking pissed off as hell. There's his brother who's like, I think Raji only six foot five. Oh, so he's a, a large man. Large man. Right. Like, you know, like Drago size man. Yeah. Um, they're, 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 they're talking in hushed tones. And then there's a guy sitting by the bed, bald, goofy, stupid looking guy who I assume is the boyfriend with his head in his hands. Right. So I walk into this. So we'll pause here. We'll go back to Marco's point of view. This is me walking at 1050. Marco shows up at 1015 because he's a punctual guy with Vicky because they're going to do a live stream. They're excited. 150 people have logged in and paid. It's going to be a great success. going to launch a new platform. They're pumped, right? Yeah. Um, he walks into the condo and sees his LED lights are Shot knocked on the floor and yeah. smashed. Oh, man. He walks over to the camera on the tripod. It's smashed. Oh, this is just wonderful. This is wonderful, right? And then, then he walks to the second camera, which Vicky had loaned him. That smashed. <laughs> and uh, and the server's knocked over. Huh. And the guy's sitting there. The boyfriend is sitting there, looking pissed off. And then he's like, "What the hell?" And then he's like, "Fuck! I need a drink before I talk." Right. So he goes huh. to where he stored the food. All the food is gone. The guy and just he, hulked out. And he ate all the food. Oh. God. So he's like, what the fuck? So he goes to the guy, he's like, he goes to Summer Night, he's like, what the fuck is going on? She's like, he got stoned yesterday and ate all the food. I'm like, and he's, and Marco's like, um, I don't care about the food. Why is my camera, why is my shit smashed up? Yeah, your five grand worth of equipment has just gone to crap. Yeah. So the guy, the guy's like, we got into a fight this morning, you know, I, I seem like, you know, I kind of realized that she's going to do a live sex show, and I thought maybe that's disrespectful to me, mate. Well, you know what your girlfriend does. Like, you yeah. you, you got in with this girl. Michael's like, what? He's like, and then at this point, enter the two beautiful ebony gods. Um, <laughs> and uh, they walked in, and uh, they didn't even realize they're still in the zone and Viagra'd out. They, they immediately started stripping and getting ready for the scene because they didn't even know what was going on. They're not paying attention and, to this, like, debacle. No. And then there's Vicky dialing my number five times repeatedly, right? Trying to, like, I don't know why she's calling me. What am I going to do? Right? So, now the storyline emerges. I walk into this scene, and I'm like, hey, oh, shit. And I'm high <laughs> as fuck. All right. Still... Still just how do you do his way in there? Oh yeah, he just uh, Fritz the cat walks. Yeah, Fritz the cat walks. Walked in whistling dick 
Dixie. I'm not shitting you. Yeah, I that's true. Yeah, walked in whistling Dixie. That that is literally I, yeah. yeah. Fritz the cat walking in. But yeah. you know, just two hours ago, because my two wife crows. and I <laughs> walked into this the set. So I can so finally I hear my voice and my he's like hey AG two and I'm like oh I, was like, I couldn't stop looking at the two big black hawks <laughs> and in my mind I was thinking how are these still erect like kind of goddamn skill you are just fascinated by these gigantic black men look man it all started when I got those dick pics and it hasn't stopped it's an obsession now <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like uh. What's going on? He's like, this fucking idiot ate all the food, smashed the camera. And I'm about to say, right away, I'm like, you know what? This sounds like a fascinating tale. Could I just get my money and be on my way? Right? <laughs> you just want to get out of there. Yeah, and then the brother chimes in. He's like, we're going to fuck this guy up. We're going to handle business. The Syrian then comes out. I'm like, oh. And uh, then the boyfriend, who just was should just shut the fuck up and not talk, right? gets up and starts flossing. He's like, well, what the fuck? You guys don't know who I am in his stupid lame British accent. And he's like, I'm from Edmonton. You know, I know. And then he starts rattling off and I'll, I'll keep the names private. You guys yep. would know exactly who these people are. Yeah, but he's dropping names of people who live here who we all know. We all know. We all know to be fairly like yeah. even keeled. Yeah. And, and the worst thing is, he's well, not well, I'm related the to. The people. <laughs> yeah, related, yeah. Related to no, fa- they're a family, and he starts rattling off these names. Like, but the worst thing is, he's not rattling off the names of the people we know. Their parents' name. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm like, okay, and then he's like, you guys touch me, X Y uncle is gonna fuck you guys up. I'm like, okay, whoa. They're really not. I'm like, I'm I've been like, fucked up with him, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not the go, fuck you up type. I go, I go, who the hell are you, and how do you know these people? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, Everybody just turns and looks to me because basically this is the guy that just walked in and all of a sudden I know he's in and go, I go, I'm from Edmonton. I lived there 30 years. These people are like my family. Who are you to drop their fucking name? Yeah. Right? And in, like, in such a weird derogatory way too, like they're gangsters or something. Like you're really, yeah. you're kind of crapping on their identity. They're not, I mean, sure. I mean, the dad is a bit of a scary guy, but all dads are scary, right? Yeah, that's, they're, they're chill. Yeah, but like, I'm like, who, what are you doing? Who are you? Right? Then he starts saying, well, mate, I used to be married to his niece. And I'm like, who the hell's your niece? Then he tells the niece's name. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know his niece, as does that backside attack. The the dad's niece, right? Yeah. And then then I'm like, what's the the name? I'm like, I'm friends with her on Instagram. Oh, my God. I talked to her on Instagram. I'm like... What the fuck is going on? Am I in some like weird alternate reality? Well, you're on like a hidden camera show. Yeah, I'm like, no. Oh. And then he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm like, and then the brother's like, no, not enough this shit. You're fucking dead. And then the two Marco's brother make it beautifully well endowed naked black men. Like, yeah, let's fuck this guy up. He fucking ruined our day. <laughs> well, I mean, the so, the money that I made, the uh, the gear that was broken. my mind kicks in. I'm like, holy shit, what if this is, he actually knows them and they like him and I stood by and let him get fucked up because I'm a loyal guy, right? Yeah. I'm like, whoa, hey, listen, listen, guys, 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 let's not kill him just yet, right? I go, listen, guys, this is a, this is a terrible situation. Let's just, just take a breather and then Vicky chimes in. So I don't know why everybody just listens to the woman but the voice of reason is her. She's like, yeah, guys, look, like nothing's, 
permanent, you know, if he knows people that eighty two knows, you know, maybe we shouldn't I'm like I'm like, hold on, yeah, listen guys, let's just calm down here, let's figure this out. You're you're playing peacekeeper. I mean you're a little bit stoned, you're happy, you want your money and you want to play the peacekeeper role to just get everybody to just not murder this guy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know what, I'm you know, as as that backfire attack knows, I've you know, I'm not a stranger to violence, but by no means I'm a much more calmer guy now, right? Yeah, you don't want violence. No, no, no. Um, I'm ready for it if it comes, but I'm like, let's just chill out, right? Because and I'm trying to get a hold of my friend whose name he dropped to like verify this guy's story. But I'm like, you know what? I've got to get this guy out of here. Well, listen, what can we do to resolve the situation? And then Marco thinks. Marco looks at me, looks at the girl crying. By the way, this entire time. You're high. Say what? There. What? Oh. The people are just watching this, right? Oh, I think we uh, I think we lost you for a second we lost, there. We lost the last 10 seconds. Can you just repeat it? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, Marco, I go to Marco. What can we do to, you know, solve the situation? Marco looks at me, looks at the naked girl, looks at the two black guys. And he's like, you know what? I can figure something out. We're, we're going we're gonna to get our money's worth out of this bitch. I'm like, <laughs> ooh, that's ominous. Oh, my God. I'm like, uh, okay. This getting like that CD underbelly of the porn industry we all hear about. Yeah, yeah this reminds me of 8mm. So, oh. so I know I can't be there for that. Well, I mean, I could, but I'm just too happy right now. And so I'm like, you know what? He's like, do me a favor. Take this fool across the bar and just buy him a drink and just keep him occupied while we try to solve this situation because we're like already late and our subscribers are wondering where the fuck we are. And Vicky's like, yeah, yeah, just, uh, you know, just, just, just take him. I'm like, okay, sure. I'll, I'll go do that, I guess. Like, yo, let's, let's go, man. Like, just come with me, let's have a drink. And he's like, and he's still trying to act tough. And I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up before you get killed. Like, there's <laughs> there's like four of them and one of you, right? Yeah. And then, so I grab him. There's a bar across the street. So I take him and we go in there. I'm like, yo, man, let's order a drink, right? Like, you know, I need a drink. You need a drink. It's all good. So I order a beer. He orders a drink. And I sit down and I, and I get his story and I figure out who he is. Mm-hmm. How what the relationship is? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm fucking friends with your wife. Like, I know your wife. Your oh wife wow! Cut my hair in the past. Now, and now he's currently still married to her. No. Oh, okay. What happened was he's got two kids. He was married to her. Um, you know, came over from England to marry her. He has two kids, but you know, as you can tell, he's not the brightest bulb in the. In, in the case? In, in, the, in the world, right? All right. He fucked it up. And so the reason why the marriage ended was at his place of work, he was assaulting, sexually assaulting and harassing the girls he worked with. Oh, so he's a real winner, like through and through. Yeah, through and through. Um, was probably offering them money for sex. I don't remember what exactly it was, but, you know, the wife found out and threw his ass to the curb, right? All right. So that, that's what happened. Um, he lost his job because there was a charges bought up for the bad behavior he had in his job. So he's basically down on his luck to the point where he's dating a 23-year-old stripper that's half his age. Oh, excellent. But, you know, so, you know, he's in a rough spot. You know, that, that he obviously is not making any money because that's what his girl's doing. That is, that is definitely one way to say story. it. <laughs> Sorry? Sorry? That, is, that is definitely one way to say it. Yes, he's down on his luck. <laughs> Uh, oh, and, and so sorry. Um, if, before I took him to the bar, uh, Marco's brother turns to me and goes, "Oh, here, by the way, here's your money," and hands me an envelope full of cash for, of what I'm presuming is ten thousand dollars. All right. I thought I was getting a check. 
No, no, you're getting straight cash. This is a this is a cash business, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, leave no trail. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that you thought you were gonna get check from a porn company. Yeah. Or an e-transfer. <laughs> an e-transfer. With a memo for porn. For porn. What's the subject? What's the subject line on the email for e-transfer? Yeah. For, yeah. for, for, for porn. So for services rendered in the porn industry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm just like, I, I took the cash, I put it in my jacket while, before I walked this guy to the bar. So now we're sitting, we're talking, and, you know, he's just like, you know, telling me a story. I'm like, hey, man, just drink up. And then, you know, so about an hour conversation of just learning what a fucking winner this guy is. Now, let me ask you something. What time of day is this right now? This is around 11.50, close to noon. Okay. okay. And what's going Were you coming down from your high, or were you, were you on like... Oh, but the beer helped. I drank okay. a beer. All right. So okay. I was I was like at the perfect spot. You know when you're just a little down, but then you take the beer and it kind of kicks it up to a different level. It uh for me it like for for me it, it gives me the it gives me the hybrid of the physical and the mental. Yes, yeah. exactly, sir. That yeah. is exactly what I was. <laughs> I was right there. Yeah. I was right there, and I was like feeling good, and I still had a smile on my face for some reason. So I'm like, okay, man. And I get a text from Marco. He's like, okay, we're all done here. Business held. You can come on back. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I can't hear this fucker's story any longer. Right? All right. Um, and I literally, actually, at this point, I'm feeling bad for him because, you know, t- to quote, you know, a famous comedian, not everybody starts off on third base. Well, you're start out, outside the parking lot. You got you a little know? bit of sympathy for him, right? He's a he's clearly a fuck up. You kind of know the family, so you've got some empathy. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There. Yeah, right there. Okay. Right there. How much empathy did you have for this guy after everything that you've seen? A lot. Okay. Okay. At that time. All right. At that time. Right. Yeah. At I that time. I felt because you know what I'm I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but you know what, ah, decent enough to get through in life, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know enough matters not to eat all the food on a porn set <laughs> and smash camera equipment into the blind. That's that's at least smarter than that. Mm-hmm. Right. Or enough not to sexually harass my female co-workers and get fired and get charged and while I have two kids at home. Good to know. You know that, that, that's the level of smartness I like to think I have. So mm-hmm. I go to the washroom, I splash some water on my face. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to clean up here and I come back. And then I come back to him and he's like, hey, mate, you should finish your drink. It's, you can't leave, they can't waste liquor. Bottoms so, up, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you drink a drink. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's finish the drink, right? And then... As I'm about to take the drink, I notice the waitress trying to get my attention and waving me over. And I'm like, what does she want, right? And then I'm like, just, just ignoring her. And then she comes over, she's like, excuse me, there's a phone call for you. All right. And I'm like, phone call for me? What the fuck, is this 1988? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you really need to come to the bar and take you, the you are call. You really are living like a, a B-movie cliche lifestyle over there. Yeah, man. <laughs> Was, was Gordon Gecko on the phone? <laughs> this is a very, this is a very get shorty situation. Yeah, Gordon Gecko on the phone. So I'm like, okay. So she's like, damn his money. They come to the bar, and I'm like, okay. And then he's like, mate, just finish your drink. Look, bottoms up, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll finish in a second, right? Give me a sec. So I come over to the bar, and she hands me his cordless phone. Uh huh. And I'm like, hello, and she's like, look, um, just there's nobody on the phone, but just listen to me while you're in the washroom. That guy you're with slipped some clear liquid into your drink. Oh. I'm like, what? Oh. I'm like, and then I'm like, she's like, just don't react. She's like, I don't want you to fight in here. My boss will get mad. I'm like, uh, so <laughs> instantly I'm sober. Yeah. Oh, right? hell yeah. This like, guy had like roofie material on him. Yeah. I'm like, what? And I'm trying to think to myself, why? Like, what the, what, the, 
what are you going to do in public to me? Right? Yeah. And she's like, I'm pretty sure, she's like, I've been doing this a long time, I'm pretty sure it's probably GHB. Yep, R-G. definitely. Yep, Street definitely. Beach, it was a clear liquid. I'm like, all right, and I've done enough, you know, partying in my life to know you mix that shit with alcohol, that is not a safe combination. Oh, no, no, no. You're, he, he does not give a shit about you at all. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, she's like, just don't, just don't fuck him up in the bar. I'm like, fuck him up. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill this guy. And <laughs> I, I like how you're high enough to be like, fuck him up. What do you mean? I'm not gonna fuck him. Oh wait, no, yeah, I'm gonna kill this guy. Yeah, yeah, not so here, I but right yeah. There, I had right there resolved that I was gonna kill him. Like right there, my irrational mind said I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, yeah, because cave, caveman DNA was probably building up. Caveman oh, DNA is hard to get it past. Yeah. It's hard to get past that caveman, shit. Caveman DNA, testosterone replacement therapy, you name it. Yeah. It was building up. Mm-hmm. And so I walked back, and I'm the fakest I've ever been. I'm like, hey, buddy, let's go back. Because I'm thinking to myself, I need, just in case, I know I can handle them, but you know what? Five fists are better than one. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> so he's like, okay, mate, finish your drink. I'm like, hey, we'll, we'll have one in there, right? He's like, okay, I'll pour us a drink when we get back there, right? We'll just cheers. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you will do that, won't you? So, uh, now we're walking back to the set. We walk up the stairs into the room that they filmed, and, you know, the black guys are still naked, but I could tell that was the aftermath. Something, some shit went down. All right. Because Marco's got a smile on his face, and the brother's got a smile on his face, and Vicky's relaxed and happy, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, like, He's like, he's fine. He's like, hey, man, thanks. Yeah, we, we got what we needed. It, we, we salvaged it, right? All right. She was skewered, right? <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Well, she was... This is yeah, not a, a gentle porn shoot. No. No. No, this this, she, this she, is like this is like National like, Geographic shit. Yeah, she yeah. looked like she got hit by two gorillas with, yeah. you know... <laughs> let's just say, you know what I mean? White, white girl, two big black eyes is all good. All right. And as soon as we step in the room... He's like, oh, so he's like, we're, the, the, this is how stupid this guy is. Like, oh, so you guys got what you need out of her? I'm off the hook, right? Oh, that's that's lovely. He's a real winner. And I, tur- and I turn around, and and as you guys know, I've been taking some boxing lessons. I've been learning about the hip rotation through your hook. <laughs> Inertia. Yeah, and plus I'm playing golf, so the, the, the hip rotation is working well. And, you know, I've lost a little few pounds, so I'm a little more, you know, you know, a little more pliable than I used to be. It's it's right. It, hel- it helps with the fall through. Yeah, I turn around and I just smoked him right in the fucking chin. Perfect left hook, full fall through. Like didn't even ask. Well just done. Hit him. That's a that's what we call a perfect sucker punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sucked <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. This guy kind of had it coming. And then the, he drops to the ground, and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I get on top of him and I feed him maybe four or five more. Well, yeah, I'm in a rage at this point. Yeah, you gotta get a few on the ground. Finally, Marco's there, and Marco's brother comes and gets me. He's like, they don't stop me. They're like, bro, what's going on? Because to them, I'm just the accountant. And I'm like, <laughs> He's I, also I, a menace. I, I, He's I, a I, menace. I snap out of it, and I stop. The accountant's like, a menace. <laughs> <laughs> and I stop, and I'm like, this fucking piece of shit tried to fucking slip something to my drink. I saw him included as to why he did it. It hasn't even it hasn't even dawned on me yet. And he gets uh, fucked up a little bit and groggy. He's like, "Look, I was just a little bit of G, man. It's just because I needed the fucking money." I'm like, "What?" Oh God! What was this end game to like to like take it from you while you passed while you're passed out at the bar? 
But then what? Come pick up your girlfriend and they're not going to ask you where I am? Yeah, where is he? Oh, he, he left, mate. Yeah. And, and they're like, then the two black guys go, yo, this guy tried to rob you. You want us to fuck him? And I'm like, <laughs> you can fuck him up. <laughs> you want us to fuck him? Do you want us to commit a rape while you are done beating him up? No, no, I'll, come, I'll comment on that, Agency, when you finish the story. Go, keep going. Yeah. Oh, God. So what are you doing like, over there, man? Why are you guys not dressed? <laughs> and then, so he gets up. He's like, you'll pay for this. I go, fuck you, I'll pay for this. I go, and then finally, I'm like, you know what? Go, you're an idiot. I try to fucking save you. We know the same people. And you try to, you know what dangerous is to mix G with alcohol? And I'm like, you could like fucking hurt me. Like, I'm a fucking married guy with a family. Like, what are you doing? I'm He's just like, a married like, family man accounting a porn shoot. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And then... And I'm like, then my rage kicks in again. And I go after them again, and then they stop me. They're like, hey, man, stop. stop. And I'm like, then the, Vicky comes over. She's like, hey, just calm down. Look, just just relax. And I'm like, you know, you're, you're alive. Everything's fine. And he's like, look, man, I just wanted the fucking money. Like, Why did you want the money? He's like, because I didn't have enough for a return flight home. I'm like, what? <laughs> I go, why did you come if you had no money? You had no money, like, you know, and then Mark was like, you had no money for food. You ate all the, the, the cruise food. And you had no plan to get home. He's like, well, the money we made from the porn shoe, we're going to you know, use for the plane to get home. Like, do you fucking, I'm, not, I'm like, do you fucking think? Like, what's wrong with nah, you? Nah, man, this guy is just, he's just moving through the world. Like, he's just, he's navigating the world moment by moment. Yeah, this guy, this guy, this guy's very transient. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So then I'm like, you know what, man? Connection, no connection. I just turn to Marco. Do what you fucking want with him. Yep. I go. I'm fucking gone. I'm leaving. Just don't kill him. Bad. He's like, if you want to kill him, we'll kill him. I'm like, you do what you guys want. I go. <laughs> well, I'm out. Right. I'm walking out the door. But like, don't worry. We'll teach him a lesson. <laughs> like, look at the black guys. I'm like, huh. This is bizarre. To learn. Anyways, the black guys come over to me. Give me that bro hug. Are they still can... naked at this point? Or yes. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. They smell terrific, though. Do they uh, do they mat the bat you and like rub that big dick against your leg to assert dominance? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pay attention. I, just, I actually held it back. I mean, that'd be so great if they're like, not only are you going to help out, but we're going to like assert dominance yeah. on this guy as well. Exactly. Like, God damn, you guys are moisturized. You guys are <laughs> kind of moisturized. They, they smell yeah. terrific. They give me a hug, like, don't worry, bro, you'll be fine. And then Vicky's like, come. She's like, let's just, you know, she's like, you can drop me off. I'll, I'll come with you. We'll just go hang out. Okay, at this point, I'm just going to assume that no crime actually took place. He just had a bad misunderstanding, and he's fine. He's gone somewhere I else. Uh, sure. For sure. Labor, I, I'm sure he is. Sure, I he's fine. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't ask. So her and I go. We drive. She's like, are you okay? She's like, rub my shoulder. She's like, I'm going to light a joint. Let's smoke a joint. And then she like, uh, she like turns to me. So we drive, and we just park, and I'm just like calming down. She's like, you okay? You calm down? I'm like, yeah. She's like, she's like, She's like, wow. She's like, I've never seen you move that fast. I was like, adrenaline. She's like, it was kind of odd. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, hey, thanks. She's like, you want anything to make you feel better? She's like, I'm like, ah, uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I think the day is fucked up enough without me, you know, having an extramarital tryst in my car. Yeah, you don't need that. No. She's like, okay. She's like, don't just offer it. She's like, it's all good. And so I exited and drove home. I like how she wow. gave you the whole, the, the standard, the standard, like, hooker speak. I've never seen you move that fast, you big, mean piece of man meat. Yeah. You want yeah. a hand chop? Yeah, you know what that calls for. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't uh. know what happened. 
and I don't know what happened to this guy. I don't know what happened to you, man. I don't know what happened to you. Suddenly you're you're in these bizarre scenarios with porn shoots and warehouses and pranksters and fucking beating up people from town. Yeah, yeah he's not, he's not, remember that episode of Seinfeld when Kramer goes to Hollywood? Yeah. And he, yeah. he falls ass backward until he meets Fred Savage and all that what shit. What is going on? This guy would have an AG2, but like on, with a rated R spin. Yeah, the thing too is, I mean, like it sounds unbelievable when people, when people hear you say it, but knowing what you've, like what you've been doing and having heard a couple of stories already, I know it's not artificial. This is all true. And even hearing it again, it's just, it's bizarre. Yes. I was, I cannot even tell you. I cannot even now, this is the third time I told a story. Um, and you know, the, the weird thing is I could have been seriously hurt. That's the other fucked up part. Oh yeah. You could have been dead. Oh yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, like 82, when you told me this story, that's why I had to like, I didn't yell at you, but I was like saying like, you know, I was. You were in our forties. I was concerned. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, why are you putting yourself in situations like in this?" In your forties, right? but but that's but that's but that's but that's, but that's hindsight, though. So yeah, 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 yeah. that is hindsight, yeah. and you know what? But I was just going to collect my money. <laughs> I just wanted my money, man. Yeah, and this is my cousin. And, and next thing you know, this I, B movie plot gets thrown yeah, out at you. <laughs> crazy. Like it what a weird. And in my mind, I'm replaying it. I'm like, you know what? Why were those guys not putting clothes on, and why did they hug me at the end? Why were they still naked? Asserting dominance, clearly. Well, I t- well I told you that your the biggest problem that you had with this whole situation is that when those guys asked you, you want us to fuck them up. I'm like, no. What you should have said was, just rape them. Just fuck them. <laughs> don't fuck them up. Just fuck them. Just fuck them. Rape them, man. Uh, well, you don't want that. I was, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall in line with that. That thinking. I think you should have just walked away. I mean, I know you're joking. The whole thing's just oh, like, yeah. it's a big fucking joke. But at oh, the same I time, just walk away, just walk away man. I mean, there are there are things, with, and I mean, look, like, you detach fell, yourself completely. Detach completely. You fell ass backwards into a weird situation, and you made a little bit of money off it. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But and I got to practice my left hook. You did, mm-hmm. but these people are people who, like, you know how we used to know those guys when we were younger, who were kind of like yep. just runners. They would run drugs, do whatever, just like do yep. stupid shit. Yeah. And like they were younger and they were going to get eaten alive by that world. But the ones who actually made it into the thirties still doing that became like real monsters. That's what these guys are. Like they're going to turn into their forties and just be real like monsters and just leave them. Yep. Like you got to walk. Yeah. I don't know. A a dipper ruined everything. So yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah. And I just like, I'm just stunned. I, I I, I can't believe how small the world is. And then the best part is, I posted some picture on Instagram the other day, and his ex-wife liked it. And oh, I'm God. I'm like, oh, you poor thing. Oh, you poor, poor girl. You actually made kids with this man. Oh, that poor girl. I mean, but uh, again, like, you know, it's um, hindsight is twenty twenty. like I said, right? You you meet this guy who you think is probably not a piece of shit, and he's, he's got a nice accent. <laughs> you know, he's got a, a lifestyle that's different than yours. He's from a different part of the world. Mm-hmm. You're young and impressionable. You have to get married because that's what you're supposed to do. That's your, you have the five-year plan from last episode. Yeah, there's um, and then she realized afterwards he's a he's a piece of garbage. Yeah, I can't even throw this guy a bone where he says like where you say like that cliche thing where it's like uh, you don't know what kind of battles they're fighting. Nah, man, not even that. No, nah, I think a guy who brings like GHB or any kind yeah. of drugs to roofie somebody in a bar, that guy is he's defective. Yeah, there's there's no silver lining when it comes to this guy's life. Roofie too. a guy that that saved you from being beat up. That yeah, you know, like this thing. You know the people I know. Like, yeah. where, where are you gonna run to? Nah, he's defective. Like, let's just say I survive. You don't think I know how to find you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, should, you should have told that guy before you before you pass out. Be like, this better kill me because if it doesn't, I'm going to fucking find you and put you under. That's, uh, that's uh, Sam Jackson, yeah? You better cripple me, motherfucker. Oh, is it? Okay, sorry, I didn't know. You paralyze my ass. Okay, I didn't know that. that that's, a, that's a Reggie special. 
Yeah, but he's like, I'm like thinking to myself, like, your girl is out there doing God knows what. You're here trying to rob me. Like, I don't, I just don't get it. Like, where, instead of thanking me. No, like, they, like, nah, I mean, he's. Know, Amar, there's a thing, right? There's no idea trying to understand the, like, the rationality behind it. Yeah, that's not his girl. Because there's probably none. Yeah, so. that's not his girl. He's, yeah, he is full blown cuck. Like, he's just, he's watching his girlfriend get, you know, pig roasted by two large, well endowed males. Yeah, that could, that could be just one beautiful man. That could be one of many, like, like vulnerable girls that he found in Surrey. So, oh yeah, no, that's so, yeah. The like, whole thing's so gross. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, AG two. Just number one thing is that you, nothing happened to you. Yeah, you're safe. Yeah, and, and you got uh, a great story out of it. Yeah, sorry your knuckles got dirty from beating that beating the shit out of that dipper, but like, <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, guys, I haven't thrown a punch in about twelve years. It felt pretty good. Oh, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. It probably felt it probably felt better because the guy was you know potentially gonna kill you for your money, your yeah, hard-earned money, your money that you earned doing a job. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah no, be like, like punching someone who actually really, really deserved it uh, more, yeah. more so than anyone you've ever met in your life, and just beating the shit out That's of. That's gotta them. feel pretty good. Gotta feel pretty good, man. I mean, yeah. but I mean, it's you know, it is what it is. I learned. I mean, my my uh, limited dalliance in this world, I think, is come to an end. I've done a few things that, as we talked in the last episode, I got it out of my system. I learned something. But, you know, I've still got to figure out a way to sort of, I'm just going to exit stage left and uh, focus on non-triple X. <laughs> like, like the ultimate warrior? <laughs> I, I like that I like that you're using, it's it's a porn industry and you use a snaggle puss reference. Yeah. I would, I would, say, I would say ultimate warrior. <laughs> exit stage left, exit stage right. There's nowhere to escape. <laughs> There's nowhere to escape. But, 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 I've had a 27-month health journey. I know at Backside, you talk about yours all the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, as you know, 27 months ago, type 2 diabetic, 348 pounds, just mm -hmm. an awful shape. Jesus. So, as of today, down 101 pounds to 247. Good job, man. Well Howdy. done. And uh, and the other part is, the podcast has been my, my companion, all episodes. I've listened to every single one, believe it or not. Oh wow! Uh, I believe while, it. While I tortured myself on the stairmaster. Well, thank you. And I was, I was telling you uh, at Vic Save that when you guys would start talking about, oh, do you know, just make fitness part of your lifestyle. That kind of initial way back, you guys had a podcast about, you know, making time out, work is not as important as health. Mm -hmm. And that was actually truly inspiring and kind of helped a lot too through some dark times. Well, yeah. I'm glad, man. I mean, you're definitely a guy who's uh, who's gone through his journey and come out better for it. And that's like in a, in a very self-made way. You took uh, you took the steps you needed to take and you, you did what you had to do. You put in the work. Yeah, actually, yeah. HG2, the, so what, good for you. Yeah, what you said, like we, we mentioned it like months ago, that was kind of like the real uh, the real starting point for me too. Whereas like, you know what? It really like, was. Whereas like, you know what? I, I have to put this into overdrive and just see like what's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I, I was, I started, I kind of like really legitimately started the same, the same when, when you heard it. So. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, and I called you and I said, you know what? And I was, and I told, at a big save, I told you in person, I'm like, you know, you guys talk about time management and fitness being primarily to money and career is not as important as your health. Mm -hmm. That episode you had about that. I'm like, cause I spent 15 years chasing the almighty dollar and being a corporate douchebag and not realizing that what good is it if you're a shitty person, you eat shit food and you treat people like shit and you have nothing, you know, you're 348 pounds and where are you going in life? Yeah. You're dead in 10 years. And now, like through that whole journey, you know, met my wife, moved out here, bought a house. Like, you know, it seems like walking away from my career and going to something more manageable 
is much better than you know having this you know, the, the the fancy office and all that bullshit that I all this materialistic stuff the car the office that stuff doesn't even fucking matter. It's not important, like, man. So much, yeah, I'm so much happier now. Like I I went from driving like you know Z06 C7 to a Hyundai Sonata and I've never been happier. That's a that's the truth. I mean, that's absolutely the truth. And you know, it's it might not work for everybody. It might not be everybody's thing. But whatever makes you happy, like genuinely happy. Yeah. No, I I work. You know, barely work. Like work thirty hours a week. Spend time with my wife. I cook dinner. I clean the house. That's go awesome. Walk along the ocean, and work out like a motherfucker while I listen to you guys. So just want to thank you guys for you know helping me out and inspiring me on that. Yeah, no, hey, man, thanks, no worries, man. man. No, no, no worries at all. And thanks as long, for, as long, like, as long as you're feeling better. As long as you're feeling oh, better. I did not do a vegetarian diet, road juice. Uh, I, <laughs> I, did, I did a little bit differently, but I did follow your advice on kale, greens, cucumber, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I did, I adopted your diet, but I made it work for me because I yeah, did that man. whole yeah. DNA swap. The DNA test that shows what foods work the best. I did the macronutrient blood test. Mm-hmm. Oh, right on. That shows you, you know, how, how you're absorbing food and what foods work for you and i kind of tear my diet around that and that's how i was able to optimize it that's well, good that's good. that's good yeah that's really good whatever works for you man just make it work for you yeah no that's good mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Just, there you go got a story out of it but i think as i told you guys 2020 on to some normal artistic <laughs> project <laughs> well so, i i think there's yeah. probably uh there's more um education that you got out of this than you would have got it out of something else and it'll lead to yeah. something sooner or later yeah, right on. Man. I'll still, I'll still send you guys the autographed copy of my uh, an eighty-two production, you know, girl on girl scene. Well, we do have a part three of this story once you're done doing all that that you can call back and uh, and fill us in on. Yeah, <laughs> we'll work that out in the year though. But we will. Yeah, thanks for the time, guys. Hope your listeners find it entertaining and uplifting. I'm sure uh, they will. They will. Yeah. AG two. At Vic At backside attack. At Vic and at AG two. Hey, we did the round robin there. Yep. Uh, it was a good episode, man. I will uh, I will let you know this is up. Um, the music has probably either been on the whole time or st- has been on for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. we will uh, we'll post this soon. Perfect. Thank you very much. All right. Take care, bud. All right. All right. Talk to you guys later. Have a good night. Right, you too, bud. Bye. Bye.